Welcome to the Conscious Creative Podcast, your weekly dose of soul-to-soul conversation that will have you saying peace out to your nine-to-five to explore in your sacred calling. The topics center around conscious business and interviews with the folks who started them. We'll be exploring the art of being human and what it takes to live your life fully expressed and financially free. I'm Christina Gomes, and I went from high-paying job as a psychotherapist to leaving it all behind for my desire to travel the world, playing my original music, to becoming the CEO and solepreneur founder of FreeYourCreativity.org, where I help visionary leaders create the businesses of their wildest dreams. If you have a sacred calling, stick around. My prayer is that you become the permission slip for the collective as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. Hello there, soulpreneurs. Welcome. Welcome to our live transmission. I'm a little bit somber today, and go ahead and put in the comments um, a one in the comments, if you too are feeling the weight of the world right now, or maybe you're feeling pressure that is not seemingly coming from what's happening in the world and political unrest and this deep innate desire in you for peace, while also recognizing that we have a long ways to go as a humanity. And what I want to talk about today is this concept of pressure and the felt experience of pressure. Now, just to kind of give a little bit of an update around what I mean by political unrest, and why it was finally time to talk about this in the best of my capacity. Um, Right now, there are two things that are happening in the world that you may or may not know about that may or may not uh, be getting airtime or being reported wherever it is that you um, are calling in from. And where I live in Guatemala, um, I live in a little village, a Mayan community in Central America in Guatemala. And right now there is protests going on around uh, corruption in politics and in leadership. And how it's affecting the people is very clear because when you live in a village and on one dirt road, um, it it does affect the communities. Um, And people are rising up and speaking out and making themselves known and making their their desires known and also making the shadow aspects of humanity uh, come into the light. So shadows exist and our role as light workers, as healers, as deep individuals, as people Um, on a path of transformation and evolution and awakening, whether you call yourself a light worker or, you know, you call yourself like me, I have a background in psychotherapy, whatever it is, is your background and your, um, 
your education and your certifications and your teachings and your personal uh, growth, um, if you're if you're resonating with my work, then you're on the path of awakening, evolution, depth. Um, you understand energy in some way, and we get to understand deeper that the things that are happening on a global scale, we get to understand how they affect us at a micro scale. So the macro is actually the micro and the micro is the macro as above, so below, as within, so without. So when we're talking about pressure, there are three layers of pressure that I want to talk about today. And the importance of this topic is so that you can continue to live your sacred calling, to do your soul's gifts, to share your medicine without being an expert in political unrest. And I also will be talking about one more thing that is happening in the world. And, you know, my, my very uneducated perspective around this, but what I feel in my body. Um, but to kind of come back to who I know you to be and why this topic is so important today is to not have you go, you know, turning on the news or um, making sure that you know all the details and and finding the history of the politics in Guatemala, which is a sordid history. And then the war that is now happening in Israel and in the Gaza Strip and with Palestinian people. This has been a war that's been happening since before I was born. And I can't um, say to even know that I grasp one ounce of the nuance of these types of situations. But what I do know in my being, and as a person who sat at the foot of a monk and studied spirituality, I went from caring about politics. I went from you know, at least caring about the politics in the U.S. and we're invited to go out and vote and all of these things. And um, I'm of the era where, you know, MTV was like, go out and vote. And, you know, I paid attention to to a point um, and got myself involved to a point until I went traveling and sat at the foot of a monk and realized that there's other nuances and other dimensions and other realities that we can also sink into. And so when I started a spiritual journey and I started to realize that um, there's more than meets the eye when it comes to this reality that we live in. And then, so we're talking about pressure, okay? Then we get to look at how is subscribing to pressure and where pressure actually comes from so that we can never burn out again so that in times when we're having our own personal turmoil or there's societal turmoil or there's global unrest that may or may not affect us personally so i'm not in guatemala right now um otherwise i would be living in this little village um and that there is no propane coming into the village. It, there's one road to get into this um, uh, mountain village. And there's 
no propane, there's no food, there's no money. There's only one ATM in the little village that I live in anyway, and there's no money coming into that village. So these are the times where communities come together and you see uh, how things are dealt with and the community level. And at that level, you don't need to know the nuances of po politics, but you know what is right and what is wrong. And you know that war is wrong. And you know that terrorism is wrong. And you know um, the things that are that affect women and children and vulnerable populations and fathers and and men who go to war. And in Israel, it's not just the men who go to war. I have beautiful uh, friends who are from Israel, actually in the Guatemalan community that I live in. There's a Israeli community where we go to Shabbat on Fridays together. I'm invited into their community and into their um, uh, traditions uh, very openly. And so um, it, we don't need to know the nuances of political unrest and, you know, where the money is flowing and all of these things and corruption. We don't need to know that to know that on a community level and on a felt bodily level, what is okay for us and what is not. And then with that, if you're anything like me and how I was in the past, you might be thinking, well, maybe I need to go into politics. Like, how can I end war? How can I be uh, for peace, but not be in the streets marching and protesting? And this was something uh, that came up for me years ago when there was a women's rights protest. And also when the Black Lives Movement uh, came full front and center, I think 2021, or 2020 and you know I was living in a little Guatemalan village in lockdown and we weren't protesting we weren't out in the streets we weren't um we weren't together on the front lines and I had to really grapple with myself of like where is my energy and my soul's essence going to be best of service right now you know, right now. And if you're a highly sensitive person or you're like me or you're a space holder or you're someone who is out there helping people transform, the place for your best expansion and best, the, the place for your soul to best thrive in this moment so that you can do your work in the world is to remember that your work is important that now more than ever, we need people who are calm in their nervous system, who are able to hold space for others, who are able to not let the global pressures and the pressures of the world affect them, stay in our center so that we can be who we are here to be. And it, I doubt you came here to be a politician or you probably wouldn't be in this group. <laughs> And I doubt that you came here to um, go and fight on the front lines. And that is okay. What I want to say to you in this moment is that that is okay. That's what I had to say to myself when I stayed with my cozy pillows uh, during when people were out on the front lines during Black Lives Movement. And uh, that this is a, this is a, uh, 
this is more related close to my heart since I am of mixed race and my father's side of the family is African-American and my mother's side of the family are white people. And so that movement really had a lot of personal strife and pressure and um, energy and sparks and and this this energy that was not completely integrated. So these shadow aspects, these deep learnings that I had to go through myself um, to understand myself better. And you may be thinking, or you may have heard, oh, it's so selfish right now to continue to market your offers. It's, it's you know, people should stop what they're doing and completely pay attention. And while I believe that we should be paying attention, for some of us, when we are knocked off center, this is not the best place for our energy to be. But how can these things, how can we pay attention? What I want to say now is how can we pay attention and be in the know and support people and use our voice and speak our opinions and hold space for people um, when we too are affected by the world and maybe even personally, you know, if I was in Guatemala right now and it was tough for me to eat and it was tough for me to, you know, go about the day to day, I would be more personally affected. And right now I'm actually at home, which brings its own set of pressures going to visit family when you have gone on an awakening journey, traveled across the world back and forth and now speak a whole different language than the people that uh, you grew up with, right? So the three levels of pressure or the three angles that pressure might be hitting you right now might be on a global level, might be on a society or a communal level, and it might be on a personal level. And I want you to know that it is not selfish for you to be experiencing things on a personal level, making hard choices for your day to day, and still focusing on that aspect. If you're in therapy healing from childhood trauma, you are still the most equipped person that I know to hold space for others and their challenges. Because there are so many people out there that are not doing this work. And so let it not be for naught. Let it not be go in vain that you have experienced hardships, personal, communal, and global and continue to do your work so i wanted to open up this space here i'm not sure who is on when i go live on the computer it doesn't actually show me but go ahead and leave any comments if you are resonating with what i'm saying and if sometimes you feel the pressure to know everything or have all the right words or be a perfect uh, community member, but you are actually uh, facing your own internal and personal healing right now. And so how do these things exist and we still keep going? Because many people, they will burn out 
at this point. Okay, we have global unrest, we have communal uh, and community and societal pressures. And if you may be like me, you may be visiting home or you may still be in a home, you may still uh, be working through um, the things that have caused certain patternings and you're a deep person on a soul evolutionary growth path. And so you are doing the necessary and often hard work to unwind that conditioning and patterning. Do we need to close down some of these deep, uh, deep movements and deep energies and deep facing of ourselves in order to not burn out? That's a question that I get asked. And I want to say in this moment, <clears throat> that you have more capacity than you might be aware of right now. You might have, you have more capacity, capacity than you are aware of right now. You have capacity to both hold space for yourself and for those that come into your world, that you coach, that you guide, that come into your containers, that come into your groups, that come into your courses, you do not need to be a perfect person. What we get to do is understand the normalcy and this idea that these things are not talked about all that much. And that's why I wanna bring this to our space today, especially as you may have been seeing me create reels recently, I made the decision to be, add more humor into my work because humor is like at the core of who I am if you've if you know me, if you've been around me on a different level, like I am a funny person, but how do we become funny usually is from trauma, from experiences that have brought us to like, hey, you know, we need to, we need to infuse humor. We need to come back to um, lightness and levity. And so let me give a more tangible example of like, Last year, I went through the biggest expansion I ever went through. Financially, I was making the most money that I've ever made in my life. I was living in the biggest house that I've ever lived in in my life. I had a pool, like, and I grew up in meager, you know, I'm looking outside of where I grew up. It's like, is there meager, you know, outside of a city, the projects is, you know, I didn't, I don't, I didn't grow up in the projects, but it's, it's a, you know, in 50 minute walking distance, the projects uh, of Rhode Island. So it's like last year I was living in the biggest house, have, making the most money I ever made, having the most clients and raising the caliber of clients. And I was also in therapy, finally uh, pulling from the depths of my memories, some of the toughest memories and some of the toughest realizations of um, how I grew up before I even had memories. And it's no coincidence that I was be calling in the most, um, like the highest caliber of clients that I've ever called in, people who are phenomenal at what they do, people who already had businesses, people who already were doing the depth of work and that they trusted me to guide them. Why? Because I was not hiding from the shadows because I was not hiding from my past because I was not hiding from the 
rich life that we all get to live when we actually feel our emotions. So I would spend Mondays in therapy, which the outside looking in didn't really seem, it wasn't a fun thing. (laughs) That wasn't a fun thing, but it was a deep thing. And that's where my uh, funniest content pieces came from or the content pieces that really touched people. But not only the content pieces that were fun and entertaining, but the talks and the conversations that were happening in enrollment calls, in the DMs, behind the scenes that most marketing gurus, the gurus of today, don't talk about. They'll teach you to... um, you know, grow your audience or they'll teach you Instagram hacks to like get a bigger following. And it's all a bunch of bullshit that is not what is important to me or you. And we want you to grow your audience. I want you to grow your audience. You want you to grow your audience, of course, because we want more eyeballs on our work, on our sacred calling. We want more people to know that our doors are open to help them. And we get to release the pressure that is building up societally, globally, and internally by being together in depth, by being witnessed in what is true and what is really going on for you. This is why in my program, I say all of you is welcome. And how my clients come to deeper work and helping more people is because they are now at the energetic capacity and the emotional maturity and the depth to actually be able to hold a container in a high value way. And I know we all want that, but in order to really get that, it starts from within. It starts from within. And so if you're feeling pressure to start Googling, uh, you know, how these things came apart to be, how these things, these, how war, how genocide, how um, uh, battles between religions came to be. I mean, that's what's happening in Israel and in Palestine and the Gaza Strip. And that's also what ha- what's happening in Guatemala. It's the Mayans against corrupt governments. And so when I see these things arising, I see the macro and the micro as above, so below. So maybe many of you will go and go on the front lines and that's fine. But most likely if you're in my world, you're a highly sensitive person and your nervous system isn't equipped for that shit. That's why I wasn't on the front lines battling like, I would just, I'm stuttering, just thinking about it. Like I would have a nervous breakdown. I would have a trauma response. My nervous system is not equipped for battle. The healing for me and for you is that softness and being witnessed in your actual pressures with softness and care. My role as your guide, as your coach is to not try to fix you and not try to fix your emotions but to actually give space for what is real, to have a voice in conversation and in coaching. And I may offer you a reframe 
And a lot of the reframes that I offer to my clients is for them to notice how they are putting the pressure on themselves and how that is the cause of burnout. So many of my clients come to me and it is the first time that they hear, this is not your fault. This is all normal. This is the process. This is actually what we've all gone through to expand our energetic capacity to hold space for others in their depth, in their grief, in their turmoil, in their tears. We can only love others as deeply as we love ourselves. And we can only guide others as deeply as we've allowed ourselves to be guided. This is why I think it's very, very important that we continue our with the support systems that we put in place. There hasn't been a moment that I haven't had a healer, a coach, a mentor in my life because that's just who I am becoming. This is not a path for a quick injection of money. This is the path of depth. And this is a renaissance. Yes, we can view what's happening as a revolution and these things must come up out of the shadows for a revolution to take place. And a concept that um, I was speaking to around some high level coaches and healers and entrepreneurs and guides when I was in Bali was the, the also the concept of and the time, the energy of a renaissance of actually the ones that are healing themselves are the ones that are going to be of most service when these times come about. And I'm not saying it's easy. There are things that knock me off my center week to week. And this is why I don't go unsupported. There are things that come up personally. There are still old wounds that come up in my field that I face on a personal level. And here's the thing I want you to know is there's so many of my clients and people in my audience so many questions that I get of like, how can I possibly hold space for someone when I feel, you know, so unperfect or like I'm go really going through it. And I, I give a slight nuanced, different answer depending on who and what my client is, who's coming to me and what they're bringing to the space. And the energy of this is who are you not to? There are so many other people that don't face themselves, that don't uh, go to the depths of their own internal unrest to, to have more capacity to hold and to have more capacity to give in these times. And so who are you not to? And there's so many coaches, especially in the marketing and business world, where it's like, go, go, go. Let me stand in front of cars. Let me, you know, just talk about funnels as if that is what makes you a high value guide. Your funnel does not make you a high value guide. The amount of people on your email list does not make you a high value guide. It's your capacity to be supported, to be real, to be raw, to be authentic, that 
allows you to hold space for other people. And whether you share that in your content or not is not the magnetic piece. People will feel that. So I was speaking to one of my clients the other day in her bonus mentorship call as we ended the last round of the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I, ha I met with everyone one-to-one -to, -one to give some deeper mentorship. And as I was talking to one of my clients, there were some pieces and aspects of her life that she decided and was you know, nervous about sharing, but also she really didn't want to. This was an aspect of her life, a phase in her life that she didn't think was important to share in order to attract clients. And I agreed. There are going to be things in your life that you go through, that you work through, that are just for you. But your clients will feel that. And your content pieces will become a transmission so that you don't have to say, oh, you know, I went through this growing up or this just happened to me the other day. You don't have to go into the story. Hey there, visionary leader. If you're resonating with this message, I'd like to invite you into your next level life and business. Enrollment has begun for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. This is my signature group container to help you design an offer so delicious, so juicy, so based on your soul gifts that you are thrilled to invite your soulmate clients inside of it. I'm going to teach you how to promote this offer with a ton of heart and to sell out this offer with ease to meet your revenue goals. I would love to have you inside if you are a visionary leader who knows that they are great at what they do. You'd like to collapse the timeline on how long it takes to reach consistent income with an offer that you truly love. Go to the link in the show notes to apply for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I will be sitting with your application individually. And I will send an email to let you know if you've been accepted in a few days after application. Thank you for trusting me with your vision. And I can't wait to see what we co-create. Now, many of you know, if you've been watching my videos as of late, that I made a very important decision to not go to Egypt. Now, this wasn't a decision I made because I just didn't want to travel or I just, um, you know, wanted to go to Maryland instead, which is where I'm going. And people are like, well, you're going to Maryland? What's that about? And here's the thing. I don't need to get into the story, but I did not make this decision lightly. I got support around this decision. I had friends and mentors who guided me and held space for me to unravel because why I'm not going to Egypt is because there is someone there and people there that don't care about my safety, although they say that they do. And there was an unsafe situation that I would be putting myself in and I actually don't wanna do that to my clients. My safety is my client's safety. And the more that I learn about creating a safe space within on the micro level, with as within so without the more i'm able to hold safe space truly and deeply for people that come into my program and i want to say now that i don't do things perfectly i'm not always going to get it right i definitely have made some mistakes especially around people's sense of safety but here's the difference between me 
and the fakers that I was dealing with in Egypt is that I'm willing to have those conversations. I'm willing to hold myself accountable on where I could do it better. I'm willing to meet with my clients if they are not happy within themselves and guide them on how and what is my responsibility and how and what is their responsibility. I'm willing to have difficult conversations around codependency and all of these things because I do that work for myself. I go to therapy. I, I mean, I did study at the, at the master's level psychotherapist, but there's nothing, no education that is going to replace you being witnessed in your true challenge, you going all in on your support and your support system and being guided by other people that are really and truly in your corner so that you can become a high value guide. So you can have that felt experience of what high value guidance is. And it's not just you're going to get, you know, if you have a business program that your people are going to make more money. The money, the more money is a byproduct. If you help people um, lose weight, if you help people um, get a certain result, that result is a byproduct of them really being coached by someone who cares, them really being guided, them really in a healing container if you're a healer, them really in a spiritual container if you're a spiritual awakening guide, if you're a mindset coach, if you're a yoga teacher, if you're a mystic, if you're a mentor, a teacher of some sort, you doing your own work and going in on yourself in these kinds of conversations and not shying away from them for yourself even. You don't even need to bring that to your content for yourself. It is a felt magnetic attraction point. You become an energetic match for people who want to really jump in on containers, who buy coaching programs regularly, who do the deep work because you do. So you go first. So if that feels like pressure, let me help you to understand where pressure comes from so that you going in for support doesn't feel like, oh, I'm adding something else to my plate. All right, this is the thing to put on your plate. This is the main course. This is not something that's an addition. This is not something you being supported, you being guided through your growth as you expand into a high value guide, as you expand into someone who holds space deeply and powerfully, as you expand into someone who makes more money than they've ever made before so that you can actually use your money to wield a level of power that when we're just learning about politics and all of these things, we don't have power in that. The people don't have power in that. Your voice and your money and where you put it, that that's a level of power. And so we need to get you wealthy. We need to get you thinking about how to make more money because good-hearted people are going to do good-hearted things with their money. So this you being supported and you being guided and you being mentored and you being coached is, is the main course. It's not optional. A funnel is optional. A website is optional uh that's optional but you knowing and becoming the high value guide that you truly want to be 
and getting known for your heart in the way that you care, that that takes a certain level of all inness. And so I don't want this to be something. I don't want you joining that program, whether it's mine or someone else's that you admire. I don't want you joining that program to feel like pressure. But if you view, so let's so let's talk about pressure for a moment. This is very important. So we're getting to the topic, finally, of where does pressure come from? I want you to know that pressure is optional. Pressure comes from your thoughts. And a lot of the times, your thoughts are not your own. And so my role is to guide people to their thoughts that come from the depth of who they are, that is beyond these blocks, beyond um, the societal conditioning, beyond um, global unrest, the, the thoughts that are of spirit, that are of the depths of who you are, right? And then bringing that aspect of yourself forward through coaching, through being guided, but bringing that aspect of yourself forward by eliminating and I wouldn't say eliminating, we're not eliminating every thought all the time. We're not releasing everything all the time. This is a lot of pressure, actually. Like, this is the pressure. And this is the pressurized thought that many of my clients have before they go through the conscious creative business immersion. The pressurized thought is I need to be perfect or have it all figured out before I can guide my clients. But that, that thought is optional. That thought is a lie. That thought will have you constricted. That thought will have you not going live. That thought will have you not sharing that edgy post. That thought will have you hiding under the covers until peace exists. But our work is to invite peace within so that we become a transmission of peace without. So that when people come into our field, we are vibrating, we are exuding an energy that rises them to a different level, rises our potential clients to that level that we are rising into. And this vibrational work is not done by just turning off the news or uh, hiding bad things under the rug. This vibrational expansion and the energetic match comes from facing it, comes from going, where, where am I at war with myself? Where am I at war with war? Where am I exhibiting the energy of battle and war? And this was really tough for me because I was a feisty little bitch that grew up in trauma. And when I learned that like, oh, love and light and yoga existed, I was like battling people who didn't believe what I believed. And that's not what we need to do here. That's a waste of your time. That's a waste of your voice. That's a waste of your messaging, your content. And so the invitation is to remember that the micro is the macro and that you are not absolved from war because you turn off the news or you don't want to face certain aspects of yourself or it's difficult to do shadow work. It is difficult to do shadow work. And you are not the cause of political unrest. And you're you ignoring the things that are happening in the world. And I'm speaking to myself as well. 
um, is not going to uh, have an effect. And I just want you to have a place. I want us all to have a place where the difficult conversations can be met. And so I am willing to have the difficult conversations. I'm willing to sit with my clients in their personal unrest and not tell them, well, there's war going on. So just look on the bright side. Have you ever had a coach or a friend or somebody that is not trauma-informed, that is not understanding of how reality actually works, and that's the coaching that you received? No wonder you're afraid to jump into the ne- another program. And I want you to know that it's not all like that. And we've all made the mistake of jumping into programs that just were mediocre or didn't provide what you know we hoped that we would get from a program and we didn't get the transformation because it's all like oh just just do these actions and get this result but we all know it's the combination of strategy energy and mindset and for me energy and mindset are inextricably linked and they're linked through your body right hmm so pressure pressure the remedy to pressure is play and the remedy to pressure is pleasure so what i want you to know about sit me sitting with your uh personal challenges your business challenges your um your thoughts and uh awareness around the global things and how they do actually affect you me sitting with you around these topics it's a loving space to accept you as you are accept all reject none and then from that place the the pressure begins to dissolve naturally and a natural expression of playfulness and of pleasure comes to be But I want to talk about pleasure right now because if the remedy to pressure is pleasure, we want to really see what actually brings you pleasure. And in those moments where I was crying in therapy, from the outside looking in, it definitely didn't look like I was having a pleasurable experience. But I I, I was. I was I went into therapy and into this deep work because I was guarded, because I had a hard shell, because I was having trouble um, feeling, because once those floodgates of feelings open, and we can blame it on astrology, I'm a Pisces moon, once those floodgates of feelings open, I was afraid that I would never stop feeling and then I would not be able to hold space for people and I would not be able to continue my business and I would not be able to market my offers and I would not be able to make any money and then I would be homeless again (laughs) and so that fear came up but I faced those fears and I went deeply into it and the opposite happened and so you just get to trust that this is possible the opposite happened I did not become homeless I 
uh, lived in the biggest house and rented a mansion, I was calling it, because it was a mansion for me. I mean, those of you who live in big houses and uh, maybe even live in a mansion, like, it was not a mansion. People were like, this isn't a mansion, Christina. And I was like, it's a mansion to me. <laughs> it's a mansion for my little girl inside, and I will fill it with beautiful things. And thank you for seeing me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it, the point is, what was the point? I was making a point. Yes, the I did not become homeless. I became home free. And I thought, oh, I wouldn't be able to market my offers. And I was just authentic and spoke to what was really going on in my life. I had a triple whammy thing happen in my life that I needed to go to therapy for. I didn't go to therapy for fun. I went to therapy because I was dealing with one of the biggest core wounds of my life. And so, I, and I also hired... Um, had the biggest payment in my life for uh, a coach as well. So therapy, a coach, coaching program, a big, beautiful house. I was expanding. And this expansion is still riding out within me because I chose to go all in on myself, because I chose to face myself, because I didn't just buy another course that was going to teach me how to create a funnel or teach me how to do ads. So I did buy a course to teach me how to do ads, but that was in conjunction to being with uh, a high level experience container and immersing myself in my own soul's growth. This is how you become a high value guide. This is how your business takes off. This is how you actually apply next strategy, level strategy. This is how we both have next level strategies for you drop in. And the strategy could be in this moment, complete the launch and be real during it. When I launched and had another $50,000 launch, I was going through things. I was healing. I was in therapy. But my clients felt me. My clients felt that I was the go-to guide for them because I, I was doing my own work. And so my program and my work in the world is not to just um, override your nervous system with strategies when that's not what we need in these moments. And so when you are delivering a high-level container, maybe it's not all mindset or energy work. Maybe you have a program like mine, or you want to offer something tangible to people, an actual tangible result. You want to see them move through a transformation that can be measured. And you want to be able to articulate that to your audience. This is why I created the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. But we do not scrimp on the deep work that it takes to apply these next level strategies to even want to apply these next level strategies and so now is not the time to quit on your business to stop holding space for people now is the time to rise in your energy and and have a place where all of you is witnessed and welcomed so that you become an energetic match for people who want to spend thousands not hundreds to work with you so pressure is optional and it can be pleasurable to be witnessed softly and lovingly in the things that are really going on in your life and you may think like i thought it was 
I still have these thoughts come up of like, wow, you know, I'm really going through it personally, as many of you might have guessed, going home and being where you grow up will bring things up. It just naturally will. And so I could be like, oh, I just need to not face those things or not look at those things. But no, I hold myself holy. And your holy desire to hold more compassionate, better space comes from your ability to allow that for yourself and allow that in. So pressure is optional. Burnout comes from the energy from which we do things, not what we're doing or how much we're doing, but the energy from which we do things and your energy and that if that hardness or not feeling like you can handle it or knowing that you just can't, you can't add one more thing to your plate right now, this hardness and you not allowing yourself to be supported is slowing down your expansion. It's slowing down your ability to hold space for people. It's slowing down your ability to be seen as that go-to guide because energy is transmitted uh, through your words and your message, yes, but it's transmitted no matter what you say. You could say one thing. You could say, hey, uh, yeah, I can hold space for you. I'm here for you. And people will feel the truth in that. And so if you're, if you're, um, I think we might be coming in and out, but that's okay. So if you're considering if you're considering doing a bunch of things right now, I know I've talked to somebody that was interested in joining my program and the objection was, um, you know, there's a lot of things I'm excited to do right now. And I, I want you all to follow your excitement and bliss and choosing to do the hard thing, choosing to have the difficult conversations, choosing to spend more money on yourself or invest more money on yourself uh, and your business it's not always going to spark this feeling of excitement. It's going to spark this feeling of edginess, which can feel like fear. It's going to spark sensations of and questions of, is this really the right thing? Can I handle it? And I invite you to ask this question, like, if I can't handle things now, how is avoiding doing the deep work going to help me to handle things better in the future? The only moment is now, and I invite you to think about and imagine how would it feel to actually set up systems and a system of support so that when things are difficult, you don't go and quit or that your nervous system doesn't get frazzled or that you don't diminish your worth or your or slow down your growth trajectory. Because that is what happens when we go unsupported. That is what happens when we gaslight ourselves into thinking that our personal growth doesn't matter in a time like this. It does. It does. All light workers on board, all passionate, deep individuals, let's go. Let's be deep together. So I invite you to apply for the Conscious Creative Business Immersion. I invite you to be gentle with yourself in these times, if you are triggered from an image that you saw on the TV, this is actually quite normal. 
actually. You shouldn't have to handle this. You shouldn't have to be a sensitive person and be subject and just muscle through and just, you know, look, look at these things. But look within yourself around these, these sensations. That's what we get to look at and hold gentle, loving space for these sensations, which are, they come up, they come up. And you don't have to force yourself to watch, but you get to invite your sensations to come. And I would be honored to support you through that process, whether it's on a personal level, in your own personal history and your own personal wounds and things that are coming up, your own personal traumas, or the traumas and, and um, obstacles and thoughts and energy that arises from communal uh, problems and obstacles and unrest. And on a global level, we get to have conversations at the macro level and at the micro level, conversations and coaching for you at, in your inner world and your outer world, the things that you're actually applying and the strategies you're applying in your business. It's all available and it's what makes your business whole and it's what makes life whole and holy. Accept all, reject none, and yeah, I'd love to accept you into the Conscious Creative Business Immersion if you're feeling that call. Amazing. So we start November 8th, so don't wait. Don't let the pressure of the world stop you from continuing to go all in on your sacred desires and your capability and your capacities and your nervous system uh, regulation because we work on that in module two of the business immersion. It's not go, go, go mode. It's not uh, muscle through mode. We're gonna get you to where you wanna be and there's no pressure to complete everything and get the result in three months. I don't put that kind of pressure on you and I hope that you don't put that kind of pressure on you. If you're thinking thoughts like I should be further along by now, that's okay. And we get to actually grow uh, into who you're meant to become and get to where you want to go and be who you want to be. You get to be supported at every level of that. All right. I will talk to you so soon. Thank you for being here. Bye.